Mike's Daily Podcast. F -F episode 1234. One, two, three, four. <laughs> you were waiting for that F episode, weren't you? Yes, 1234. Mike Matthews here at Podcast Row Valley at Cafe Anyway. And the show where we look at things in the world in this thing that we call life. Mike's Daily Podcast. In this, in this soup that we're all sitting in as the big giant eats us called life. Mike's Daily Podcast. What the? Yeah. And then I'm going to also talk to Bison Bentley Valentino and Madame Rutabaga. Hey, did you happen to see Tesla is saying voluntarily we're recalling all the batteries that you bought from us because we're not so sure about... What's the thing with batteries? Mike's Daily Podcast. 2016 has been a bad year for batteries, hasn't it? Bad. Okay. Mike's I have something else interesting to say. Daily Facebook Podcast has given us all... Yeah! Our videos for the year, our 2016 year in reviews. And the way I see it, well, you know, they've got the pre-made video that's done with this CGI that kind of looks like a cricket mobile cell phone commercial. And then there's uh, the, the little pictures, it, it puts in those pictures. So if you didn't post any pictures this year, you're not gonna basically have this video. It's gonna be just blank. And if you don't have any friends on Facebook, that's that final thing at the end where all these chips fall over like dominoes. It's supposed to be like one of those domino, what do they call those? Uh, OK Go just made a video that was, OK Go has made a couple of videos that have to do with these sequence of events that happen. Like one thing triggers another thing, etc., etc. Uh, the, they have made this video that looks like that. For you and then you see all these pictures you posted over the years and it it shows the most commented on the most liked photos and like the the the, the, the photo that I had that had the most likes it had 10 likes <laughs> and it started scrolling past you these photos with little to no likes or comments on them and you're thinking no one gives a gosh turn about me on Facebook. And I don't care about Facebook. You're darn tootin'. That's why I'm talking about it for the past two minutes, but look at just walking in. Hello, Michael Masters, Madame Rutabaga, and I have all these fans on Facebook. You do? Yes, Michael Masters, they're always commenting on anything I post. I get 200, 300, 400 comments on every single post. And everybody likes, I get billions and billions of likes. Once a little face that looks surprised. The surprised wow face, you mean? Yes, Michael Macho. Oh, good for you. You're well liked. Me, I'm white, I'm bald, and I'm old. So those three things basically make me invisible on Facebook. I'm stealth. You don't see me. I could be going here. I could be going over there. I could be hiding behind this horse. Oh, look who else just walked in. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, that horse just 
dropped something on the floor there, and I don't think he dropped his cell phone. His cricket mobile cell phone day. So far, my cricket cell phone. Ah, crickets. Oh, hey, I have a cricket sound effect somewhere, which I will play for you shortly, as soon as I find it. That cricket has been okay. It uses AT&T's coverage. And, and I'm, I'm paying way, way, way less than I had to with frickin' uh, Sprint. So I'm, I'm okay with it. And I, I don't want to deal with AT&T directly. So this is where I... And I can't find crickets. I, I found this, though. Back to the show. Welcome to Sound Effects Theater. I'm your host, Mike. Well, I had also this on my mind. Hollywood and the political world. We had Reagan. He was big. He brought this whole Hollywood bigger than life thing. And he came in after Jimmy Carter. Now we have Trump coming in after Obama. Obama was a two-term. Jimmy Carter is only one term. But it made me think about how similar now is to then in that we, the American people want this sort of bigger than life, this um, old West America, Europe like was, oh, Reagan, wow, cowboy. And now we've got Trump. Oh, he's all TV, America. It's just the same sort of, I guess this, this feeling of, Wanting to escape reality. Like I was talking about on the last show about selfies and how we, when we look at ourselves as we're taking a selfie and we see the picture uh, the, on the screen in real time as we're taking the picture and we can shape our face like we would when we look in the mirror. And, and there are faces, you know, that I make in the mirror that I'm not happy with. I'm oh, I don't want to make that. I don't want that face to be my face. But then when you walk through life, you don't know. And here's today's podcast picture. If someone takes a podcast picture of you, what kind of face you may have? You may be showing that ugly face that you despise. I'm just saying we're too hard on ourselves. And I'm just saying the escapism in America worries me. And I hope Trump ends up being a good president. But what I don't like is the double standard of people who have been railing against Obama for the past eight years... You just turn on any conservative radio show and they're anti-Obama this, anti-Obama that. Now, when Trump becomes president, it's all going to be, we need to rally behind this president because we're patriotic. you got to be patriotic. And if you don't rally behind him, you're un-American. I hate that. I hate that sentiment. And I will call it out on my podcast that I think one person listens to. I guess you're listening to it, so thanks so much. I'm going to call the show Sequence today because of the one, two, three, four, and also the the weird sequence of events that have gone on. Oh, and the, and and the sequence of Christmas trees that I've been posting lately on my show. Uh, here's another Christmas tree in the podcast picture, and it's of the beautiful Christmas tree in the Hyatt in San Francisco, right by the Ferry Building on the Embarcadero. 
go in there someday. I'll get you in a nice San Francisco Christmas spirit. And uh, I, I used to stop at the coffee bean and tea leaf downstairs before I went in there and use their bathroom. But you know what? It's gone. Coffee bean and tea leaf. A lot of them have closed. They, they're huge in San, Southern California, but in San Francisco, forget it. I think they're all gone except for one in San Jose. They've, they've pulled out, but I don't know. There might be some others popping up. At any rate, well, who have I plugged today? Coffee bean and tea leaf, cricket. So since I've plugged them, I've got to, I've got to unplug them. Uh, coffee bean and tea leaf is overpriced, and they're, the only thing good they make is the Black Forest uh, mocha, and that's really unhealthy for you. And cricket mobile still make my phone still makes this weird da 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 sound all the time that I haven't been able to turn off. Other than that. I'm, a, I'm not a bitter guy. I'm not a happy guy. I'm not a bitter melon, although I have a melon-shaped head. I, I am sad, though, very sad about the fire in Oakland. Yet another time we have said in our collective consciousness, we've had the words Oakland and fire together. And it's sad. And, and it's it really became real to me on Facebook. Isn't it weird how Facebook makes things real? To you even though it might be something not exactly in your life but I mean I live probably less than 20 miles away from where this horrible fire happened um, and and at the the ghost ghost ship uh, the artist collective building there someone that I had interviewed on the podcast a band called new spell um, the lead singer of that band knew someone who perished in the fire, so th- it was very sad, and it really struck home. And it, 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 it. For one thing, this this building was, of course, completely not coded correctly. It was out of code in so many ways. Uh, the the refrigerator apparently is what caused it. It sparked a fire, and and you know there was all kinds of flammables nearby, and. There were a lot of people, two exits, only two ways to get out. So it, it was, you know, made for disaster. And it makes me realize when you're in a coded building, a building that's up to code, that there's a lot happening behind the scenes you don't see that are going to save your life if anything happens. Those little sprinklers in the ceiling, those more than two exits on every floor. And, and just to know whenever you walk into a building, always keep in the back of your mind how to get out. I know that's very born identity-ish, very Matt Damon-ish. Ah, Matt Damon comes back into my podcast for the second day in a row. But that's, that's what you need to keep in mind. And Haley brought up something interesting about that Matt Damon movie, which I forget what Haley said. I'll need to have Haley back on the show to explain. But yeah... Haley brought up an interesting point about that movie and about the Western thought process about movies made in other countries starring foreign actors and how well they won't be able to make it here in America that those movies won't be able to make any money here unless they've got a popular actor that but otherwise the movie is completely foreign I thought about the movie Amelie even though that movie had it had one American actor in it and she was in for like half a second. And I forget her name, but she's been in uh, The Good Wife and a couple other movies. 
other than that, it, the movie was completely French, completely wonderful. I loved Amelie. I still love it. And it did rather well in America when it came out over 16 years ago now. So back to buildings. Keep an eye on where you are. Keep, keep aware of your surroundings when you walk into a building. Know the escape plan. It's common sense, but we forget about it until something horrible like this happens. And Facebook makes things real. It's so weird because, well, my ex-wife got remarried this weekend. And I knew about it. She texted me and told me weeks ago that this was going to happen. And I congratulated her. Or wait, to the bride, you say best wishes, right? But it really became real to me when I saw her Facebook. She's changed her last name. Uh, Well, she had changed her last name to her maiden name years ago but now to see it with the new name the new last name i was wow yeah it's really happened and and face it's so weird something that's not real that's surreal that's internet that's uh social media that's virtual reality is reality and that's i guess i guess i could call this show reality but that would be boring it's going to be called sequence and now the segment oh we have a segment today Yes, and you can hear all the past shows at mikesdailypodcast.com and participate in this contest. What you do is email me at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com and tell me uh, why you like the show or hate the show. And if we read it on the show, you'll get a special greeting, an MP3 for thee from all the Cafe Anyway characters. Uh, and uh, you'll also dance and do a jig and then you will be happy because also at mikesdailypodcast.com, there is a way to help out the show. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon, go through that link on mikesdailypodcast.com. Buy whatever it is you're going to buy on Amazon. That helps us out. There's also the link to PayPal. If you'd like to help us out that way, you'll get a special MP3 for thee from all the Cafe Anyway characters saying hello to you. And there's also all the past podcast pictures and past interviews at mikesdailypodcast.com. Okay, today's segment is called... This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I will. It's pretty interesting. This is interesting. It's interesting. A couple of interesting things came my way today. One of them is that... Speaking of the surreal media uh, on the internet, on the surreal news, the fake news, media that focuses on scandals and spreads fake news to smear politicians, risk becoming like people who have a morbid fascination with excrement. Pope Francis said this in an interview published yesterday. This according to Reuters and MSN.com. Pope Francis told the Belgian Catholic weekly Tertio that or is it tertio tertio belgian i don't speak that but that spreading disinformation was quote probably the greatest damage that the media can do and using communications for this rather than to educate the public amounted to a sin using it's a it's a it's a sin Using precise psychological terms, he said scandal-mongering media risked falling prey to coprophilia or arousal from excrement. Wow. Thank you for bringing that word back into the public consciousness, Pope. And consumers of these media risked 
coprophagia, or... Nah, I'm not even going to say what that is. The Argentine-born pontiff excused himself for using such terms in order to get his point across while answering a question about the correct use of the media. Quote, I think the media have to be very clear, very transparent, and not fall into, no offense intended, the sickness of coprophilia. That is, always wanting to cover scandals, covering nasty things, even if they are true. And since people have a tendency toward the sickness of coprophagia, a lot of damage can be done. Oh my God. So I, I, have, I don't watch the late night shows, but they're going to rip this apart. They're going to write some good jokes, I bet, about this. That section of the interview, all of which was distributed to the reporters in an Italian translation of the interview in the Pope's native Spanish, contains some of the most blunt language the pontiff has ever used about the media. Wow, he and Trump agree on something. Trump hates the media as well. He also spoke of the danger of using the media to slander political rivals. And the quote there was, The means of communications have their own temptations. They can be tempted by slander and therefore used to slander people to smear them. This above all in the world of politics, they can be used as means of defamation. No one has the right to do this. It's a sin and it's hurtful. The other interesting story is that Joe Biden is loved by both parties, Republicans and Democrats. And they made it clear yesterday On Wednesday, the vice president's former Senate colleagues at 3 p.m. began an hour of tributes to Biden, honoring a life marked by unspeakable loss and remarkable resilience. And some hilarious memes where people take photos of him and Obama and insert dialogue. That's just the best. I love those. Those bust me up. Biden looked on, appearing moved, as Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky... Senator Minority Leader Harry Reid of Nevada and others recounted how Biden overcame a childhood stutter, the loss of his the loss of his first wife and two children, and brain aneurysms, and how he served 36 years representing Delaware, passing major women's rights legislation in the Senate before becoming vice president and pushing his moonshot initiative to cure cancer following the death of his last uh, of his son last year and Delaware's former attorney general Bo Biden who died at the age of 46 He's been blessed in many ways, said Mitch McConnell, who called Biden a real friend and a trusted partner. He's also been tested, knocked down, pushed to the edge of what anyone could be expected to bear. But from the grip of unknowable despair came a new man, a better man, stronger and more compassionate, grateful for every moment, appreciative of what really matters. Senators have been giving farewell speeches and tributes this week as they wrap up business for the year. Senator Chris Coons of Delaware, a Democrat who spearheaded the idea for a Biden tribute, kicked off the speeches, recalling the more than two million miles Biden logged on Amtrak traveling from D.C. to Delaware. The value of his word as a Biden and the comfort he's provided to those who have experienced loss. Coons, who holds Biden's former Senate seat, said, as long as he serves Delaware, quote, I'll be humbled by the challenge of living up to your legacy. And Orrin Hatch, the Republican from Utah, the senator, said, we all respect him. And I think most of all of us love him. 
The tributes came during an emotional week for Biden. The Senate on Wednesday easily passed one of his major priorities, the Biomedical Innovation Bill 21st Century Cures that designates $1.8 billion over five years for research in keeping with Biden's moonshot initiative to cure cancer. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Next show, Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. I hope you have a sequence of good events that happened to you today. Thank you for listening to the show. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.